Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to The Good Life. Where were you? We started live at 12.05. We do it every Saturday here at the Odyssey KNSS Good Life Studio. Max on the board. Uh, nothing to give away today, but a lot of great information, a lot of wine fun. And it, for me, it's always so interesting to hear somebody's journey in wine and how they got started. My guest today is David Choi. He is the doctor of TikTok wine information, and that is just a very small part of his wine life. We talked a little bit about Magna Carta Cellars, a beautiful Napa property. Yes, you can learn more and you should uh, go to MagnaCartaCellars.com. But we didn't talk about Angel Falls. Can you touch on that a little bit? No. So Angel Falls uh, was actually how I originally started in my in my wine producing journey. Um, it was meant to be for something smaller uh, for a, a project just for family and friends and uh, not to get really, really, uh, not to get really deep into it. Uh, what actually happened with it, um, I was able to, during my journeys around, you know, traveling to different vineyards uh, in France, I was able to meet a lot of great uh, small family vineyards that were producing a lot of great wines. And so um, what happened was, uh, you know, I said, you know, I have, you know, um, you know, this brand, and I would love to be able to buy some grapes from you and put together, uh, you know, smaller, um, you know, smaller, you know, just barrels, just smaller amount of cases and just bring them into the U.S. And that sort of brought us into Angel Falls. Now, today, where I'm producing, you know, we just have fortunately, because of how tough it is to, you know, and delays and things like that to import wines in, we were able to just bring in, finally, uh, our uh, Sauvignon Blanc from Terrain and mm-hmm. from Sancerre. Um, very, uh, and both of them are restaurants and we're going direct and consumer currently with them. Um, just sort of uh, helping out. Um, it's a, it's a value driven. And so we're trying to get these wines out where, you know, our Sancerre is $25 and the Terrain is $15 and really just trying to bring value to everybody um, instead of, you know, some of these other wines that are out there and not to say they're bad, but, you know, to be make sure that they're getting the ultimate uh, value in wine. 
Well, that's good. And so uh, looking at the ones, the other ones above this, uh, above uh, on your products page at Angel Falls, are those the only, everything else shows sold out, which is a great thing if you're a wine, wine producer. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. So we uh, originally started uh, producing wines out of Santa Barbara and Santa Rita Hills and doing Pinot and Syrah, which was phenomenal and doing single vineyards. Um, during our journey that we'll probably, you know, we'll probably continue on uh, along those, um, you know, working with them. But we also wanted to be able to show that uh, these other small vineyards around the world as well. I think it's great. So I can still order some of the Sancerre or the, or the Sauvignon. You can. There yeah. you go. I just, I'm just looking yeah. out, <laughs> looking out for number one here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just love it. And you know, one of the things that I bet I can say, and and you will agree with, not to set you up here, but has there ever been a time in history where it's been so good to be a wine consumer? No, you know, there's, it's a yes and a no. Uh, there is a ton of wine out there that you can enjoy and consume. There, there are, you, I, I would say that you should research a little bit more about wine as well. There is a lot of bad wine out there. I wouldn't say bad, uh, just, you know, there's a ton of, of things that are being produced um, that I would just say isn't as artistic, um, you know, in the sense of how, you know, it comes out to market. Um, it becomes a lot more of a marketing um, marketing play yeah. um, than for something like myself where it's, you know, uh, we love everything we stand behind is not, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about, it's about making sure that everybody enjoys it and sees the, uh, the art of the, of the winemaking and the art of wine. Yeah. You know, I, I think that I hate to see some notorious family producers in California uh, be purchased by large conglomerates. I understand. And uh, the families worked hard and maybe the younger generations are not involved or don't care to be. And, and they get offered millions of dollars and I get it. But and, and, and the reality of it is when you think about it, from the low-end consumer's perspective, you can buy wine that's variety correct and and decently produced for under 10, 12 bucks, and that's because of these huge conglomerates that produce thousands of cases under different labels. And I think there's a benefit to that, certainly for the low-end market, and the more you know, you'll know about that and what you can get for more money and for more artistic uh, creation in the bottle. And uh, that's why yeah. I, th- I think. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, for for myself, um, it's not about the price point. Um, and this is where, you know, it's getting bad. You know, it's you ha- you got to drink a lot of wine <laughs> to know <laughs> to know the difference between the good and the bad. Amen. Right? Um, because there's there's wines that are good at ten dollars or twelve dollars, and there's bad wines at ten or twelve dollars. The same yeah. thing at fifteen. Same thing at twenty. Same thing at fifty. Same, you know, so. It really, you know, it comes down to tasting wines. And the one thing about wine that we both know is that it changes on a year-to-year basis, right? It it really changes because, you know, because the grapes are a little bit different. And it also changes because of when you purchase the wine, what is the vintage you're purchasing? Um, It could be too young. You know, you purchase a bottle. And it could be, you know, like a Napa 2018, and I've seen some 2019s come along. It's just not that it's a bad wine. It's just not ready at that point. And when you taste it and you're not getting, 
you know, the nuances of what you expect and the terroir of Napa and all, all that you expect, you say it's a bad wine, but if it was released a little bit later, it had settled down, it actually had the age, it'd be incredible. Yeah. So, you know, if there's things like that, um, I always, I always let, you know, I always uh, keep people informed. It's not that you tasted a bad wine and that's not a bad wine. It could just be the timing. And uh, we both know, like, who you're around, you know, the ambience, uh, uh, the dishes of food that you're having, and all that makes a difference. It really does. So. Best, best Chardonnay I ever had on a sailboat with topless women had nothing to do go. had nothing to do with the Chardonnay, although it was very good. But um, it could yeah. have been. It could have been. But you'll remember that Chardonnay forever. Forever. <laughs> Amen. Um, uh, talk about TikTok, and and you know, I, I was reluctant to get involved. I, I don't do as much social media as I probably should. I'm on Facebook, which now is like they were not they were gear, and, and I'm on Twitter, and uh, you know, have a website, blah blah blah. But uh, I joined TikTok so I could follow you because uh, I love some of the stuff you've done. And when you can get out great, useful information in a 15 or 20 second blurb, it says a lot. Talk about your beginnings of TikTok, the audience that enjoys TikTok and how you've impacted them. What do you got now? Over 200,000 followers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, yeah over 200,000. It's been it's been great. It's um um, it's been, it's been fun. Uh, we started TikTok about eight months ago. Uh, I actually a little over eight months ago, I think it was like in February that we started It really, the idea of what we were doing and the concept of it really originated. Um, I was in New York, I was shooting for sort of a, another YouTube influencer that, that, that was heavy in, in the food. Um, and that was what their content was about. They had me on, on their show. And, you know, they were, you know, for me, food and wine are everything. <laughs> they go together. It's the perfect pairing. You know, you, for me, you don't ever say, you know, you can't say food without wine. And for me, you can't say wine without food, right? Like, for me, it goes together just like that. And to be on their show, and they had me on as, you know, the sort of the, the wine expert or, you know, whatnot, but like, I took them into, um, you know, in New York, whenever I'm there, I go, like, Astor Wines is one of my favorite stores. It's a great store there. I took them in there, and we were shooting, and their eyes just, like, lit up, and they were just so lost, you know? And, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and to me, because, you know, for them, it wasn't even done by varietals. It was done by regions, right? Like, if you don't know a certain region, you know, if you don't know Beaujolais, right? Like, you know, even like, you know, there, there's so many different, you know, areas in the world that produce great wines. And if you don't know these things, like, you know, they, you get lost and you get consumed and then you get scared and then you walk off and you just close your eyes, look at the labels, look at the price and pick a bottle. Right. And I understand that. <laughs> and so the light bulb sort of went off at that time when I was shooting, when I was there shooting with them that, hey, like, I get it. Like, you know, they, they Wine isn't easy to learn overall. You're always learning about wine. There's so many things to learn about, and I get it. It's tough, and there's a lot, a lot to learn. But there's also sometimes, like, you know, the gatekeepers that try to hold you back. You know, you know everyone talks about, you know, the smartest people in wine are always sommeliers and this and that, and I get it. And, you know, they know a ton, and they know a lot about service and things like that. But 
you know, how can it be broken down to somebody that just wants a, a decent or good bottle of wine just to have with spaghetti tonight or to have with like a slice of pizza, you know, something that, that doesn't have to be so lavish, you know? Um, and so, you know, that's when, you know, myself and, you know, I put together, you know, um, sort of my team uh, in marketing, and we, I, I told them, I was like, you know, I want to do something simpler. I want to do something that, that speaks to somebody, you know, that, that wants to enjoy wine on an everyday basis that, that doesn't need to have the education about wine on the back end of it, you know? And so, like, what? Let, let's put together and collaborate on some ideas. And, you know, we've been very fortunate, you know, when we started, we didn't know what to expect. There was no expectations at all. We were just trying to get some information and, and, and give some value um, to people. And we were able to find sort of, you know, sort of a niche, you know, um, and, and, and be able to give some play, uh, flavor profiles, um, you know, very simple, but just say these are the notes. And, you know, if you like these, you will like this. And, you know, to be able to relay that message out to people and have them very receptive of it has been Truly, truly heartwarming, and it's just been—it's been great. Well, um, you, you know, know so. I, what I love is uh, these are so brief, and and you're you're talking, you're recommending wines based on some food profile, whether it's fast food or uh, innocuous food, things from bags of Doritos or or, or whatever, and then a quick uh, blurb about the wine, and it, a lot of them are under twenty bucks, or most of them, I think, are the ones that I looked at, and. Uh, I think it's a wine pairing trend dedicated or focused on uh, the younger generation that the wine industry has been after for years. Yeah, definitely. And those are the ones that we see um, are the growing consumer base that are the ones that are also, there's a lot more options for them. And there's a lot more things where they, they read about wine and, you know, and it makes it really tough for them to understand and that's where, you know, I wanted to bring the next generation of wine drinkers in and, and say it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't always have to be a filet in a cab. And it, you don't always have to have this and that. Like, you can, you can have it with this. You know, you can have it with Doritos. You can have it with, you know, Flaming Hot Cheetos. You can have it with Hot Pockets. You can have it with buttered popcorn, with whatever you want. And it could be, it doesn't have to be super extravagant to actually do it because the one thing that we did with our content and I, and it was really important for me was to stay truly authentic um, and to be really true. So it wasn't, you know, even to this day, we don't take any samples from any companies or anything like that. It goes back to my retail days on a lot of these wines that I tasted and I said, you know, uh, you know, that I introduced to other customers at, at the retail you know, when I was at Pearson's, it was, it was more so about, I want to bring really good wines at really good prices, knowing that, you know, the, you know, the majority of wine drinkers are buying under $15 or $15, $20 wine. You know, yeah. I've been very fortunate to have higher caliber wines and I, you know, and I enjoy it, sure. but you know, I, I also enjoy $15 wine. Um, you know, and I, you know, and when I have friends over, I want to make sure they enjoy wine no matter the price point. And it doesn't mean it has to be, uh, you know, $100 or anything like that. It doesn't matter about the price. It matters about the value. It matters about having something that's really great and that you can gain experience and you guys enjoy and have a great time. You know, I'm just looking at your page, and I don't know when this was posted, probably recently, and you've got – 
pictures of a retail wine rack. It's got Tarima. It's got uh, uh, some, of, some of my favorites. You've got an inexpensive Pinot Noir H3. You've got Montebuena from Spain. All of these wines under 20 bucks and high-quality stuff that generally is available most anywhere in our country today. And uh, that's a good thing. You're doing a, a great job with that. Look, you, I, I could cut you loose, but I'd sooner you stay for one more brief segment. I want to get your take on uh, wines for Thanksgiving. Can you do that? Yeah, of course. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more with David Choi. If you haven't been following him on TikTok, where have you been? Now's the time. Uh, You can can watch his videos without having a TikTok account. But if you have a TikTok account, you can follow and get information on a regular basis. Uh, Also, don't forget Magna Carta Wines, magnacartacellars.com, a premium Napa Valley wine produced by David Choi. I'm Guy Bauer of The Good Life. We'll be right back, talk a little bit about Thanksgiving wines, and then I'll tell you about the wine of the week. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 